Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Every quarter in the lounge, we hold a week-long workshop with two calls and daily prompts to help members plan the next three months in their business. It's one of my favorite things in the lounge, and this most recent wrap call was so good, I had to share some of the takeaways on the podcast. Since we went so deep on this call, well beyond Q4 talk, and it meandered around a bit because it's really dependent on the attendees and their questions, I'm breaking it out into a few different episodes so it's easier to follow. Welcome to this mini-series I'm calling Lounge Lessons. This week's lesson is all about product positioning and how your customer's perception of your product is their reality. In case you're not familiar, let's define product positioning. In its simplest terms, it's deciding how you want the market to think and feel about your product and articulating that in your marketing and messaging. This can also include how you compare it to your competitors, but it doesn't have to. Essentially, potential customers will think and feel about your product what you tell them to think and feel. If you want them to see you as a luxury brand, you have to present yourself as a luxury brand. If you want them to see your product as a great gift-giving option, you have to present yourself as a great gift-giving option. It was actually a lounge member mentioning how they never really got holiday sales until they started marketing themselves as a great gift. And that's the perfect example of this and what prompted me to record this episode. Up until then, her customers were only purchasing her product when they needed it for a specific event. It's kids' costumes, if you're wondering. But she started positioning her product as a great gift, especially her accessory kits, and she saw an immediate change in her customer's behavior. You've probably heard me say before that customers like being told what to do in your marketing, usually in reference to giving them a very specific call to action. Well, the same is true here. They want you to tell them exactly what and who your product is good for. The majority of consumers are overwhelmed and pressed for time. Consider super clear messaging as a way for you to help them make a buying decision. Basically, you have to lay it out for them as if they were an eight-year-old. This concept was explored in a recent Shark Tank episode too. Spoiler-ish alert. A father and son come on with a product they call Storm Bag. The material it's made out of can absorb about four gallons of water, which is X times the bag's weight. I don't remember the exact number. And they created it as a replacement for sandbags that people use during floods to keep water at bay. While they were talking to the sharks, they casually mentioned other ways the product can be used. One of those ways being using it in a garden to slowly release water over time to keep the soil moist. The founder and his wife use it on their farm when they travel. 
the bag will stay hydrated for about two weeks in hot, dry conditions. As soon as they said that, I said out loud to absolutely no one except for maybe my cat Gomez, you need to repackage your product as a gardening item that can water your plants for you. And once Mark and Lori made their offer, Mark said the same thing. Same product, same function, repackaged to appeal to a different customer. In this case, one that happens to have a much more universal appeal and bigger market share. I know this can be confusing at first because you hear so many people say, speak to one customer. If you try to be everything to everyone, you'll be nothing to no one. Have one customer avatar. Be known for one thing. And all of those things are still true. I'd rather you do one thing really well, in this case, speak to one customer versus multiple half-ass. But that doesn't mean there isn't a time when it makes sense to present your product in a different way to a different group of people. What that looks like for you is going to depend on your business and the product you sell. But since we're coming up on the biggest gift giving season of the year, the easiest way to think about this is who would be buying gifts for your perfect end consumer? If you sell kid things and you traditionally market to parents, maybe it's time to market specifically to grandparents. If your perfect end user is women or moms, then you can create messaging that's targeted to their partners. And how you position your product can change throughout the year, depending on the season. Maybe you have a product, something I can't think of right now that would be perfect for van or RV life. Maybe that messaging doesn't make sense in the dead of winter, but come the summer, it could be the main way you talk about your product. Using e-commerce badassery as the example, when we do our free training events to market the lounge membership in the fall, we talk about having your best Q4. And at the beginning of the year, we talk about having your best year. Does this mean you have to revamp your entire website, your product descriptions, and social media content? No. This might look like different messaging and targeting in your paid ads. It could be blog posts you create for SEO to reach these specific groups of people. It might be different PR pitches you make to different publishers throughout the year. If you've ever attended the gift guide pitching workshop that Nora of Wolfcraft does, the replay is in the lounge. She shares a client she worked with who sold a leather tassel. I feel like it was a keychain. They found an opportunity to pitch a gift guide for travelers. So they positioned the product as a great way to identify your luggage on the airport carousel. The average person might not be able to see all the ways your product can be used. That's part of your job as the CEO and marketer of your business. And this is a skill that will serve you beyond just capturing different customer avatars. Sometimes the same general demographic is going to buy for a different reason. Understanding what those reasons are and how to incorporate them into your marketing can go a long way to capture attention and increase conversion. If you've never sat down to think about this before, I have two free tools to help you do that. The Ideal Customer Workbook and the Content Brainstorm Worksheet. Both are part of the free resource library that you can access in the e-commerce badassery vault. If you haven't signed up for the library yet, go to ecommercebadassery.com forward slash free stuff to get your hands on all of those goodies. And even if you've been in business a while and think you already know all that stuff, I promise taking the time to work through these two exercises will unlock new ideas and bring clarity that you didn't know were missing. 
In fact, I recommend you revisit these exercises every six to 12 months, depending on how quickly your business is growing, because you're always getting new data, new feedback, and you can uncover hidden insights over time. As you're finalizing your Q4 marketing plans, I really want you to take this to heart and think about who is going to be buying the product that you sell and who is it that they're going to be giving it to. Make sure you adjust and target your messaging for those people because what's going to sell it to the person who's using it is not necessarily what's going to sell it to the person who wants to give it as a gift. And that, my friend, is a wrap. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.